folks, welcome to Derby from the Balcony with my mom, Deraya. You are going to enjoy her podcasts. Hello, everybody. I've been trying to not go overboard with these recordings or episodes or podcasts or whatever you want to call them because soon 26 days from now I'll be having surgery so there's not going to be a whole lot I can do uh, physically for quite some time at least uh, two to three weeks um, after surgery so I'm sure I'll be on here a lot more and in the upcoming weeks so uh, so buckle up as I start to ramp up uh, for 2019. So yesterday, the league I coach, along with Brandon Harvey, uh, had our end of the season party for 2018. And I have to say, this is one of the first ones I had a lot of fun at. I was there as a in, in a coaching perspective instead of a skater perspective, and I honestly just had a lot of fun watching everybody else enjoy themselves and have fun and talk, and it was really great to see that everyone was talking with everyone. There wasn't these little cliques or groups. It was almost like the room was on a rotating floor. And half the people were in the inside the circle and half the people were outside the circle. And everybody was trying to get in as much bonding time with everyone else as they could. And I cannot say how happy that makes me. Like when you see your team having those types of behaviors and relationships with each other, that's when you really know that you've got something special. And that's what I took away from our 2018 Small Town Outlaws end of the season party is the togetherness. It felt really good. Felt really good. Not quite a smooth segue, but a segue nonetheless. Our off season uh, starts kind of. <laughs> so the way we the way we operate, we share a uh, facility with a hockey team. There's one hockey rink in our town and we skate where that rink goes so when the ice goes on we get creative as to where we're going to skate and how we're going to get work done so during the off season we focus on recruiting for us that's in the winter months so those learn to skates uh, start today we have a weekend day and a weekday Uh, we've been doing some online marketing Um, events in the community, local events in the community. We've had uh, four or five events in the last five or six weeks where we just meet up in one of our sponsored, one of our sponsors establishments and get together and either talk and just hang out or talk about different ways we can uh, help the community or if anybody has any projects or organizations that they want to work with for 2019. We're trying to get them on the calendar now since we already have all of our games scheduled. Now we can schedule our events. So I'm really excited for the Learn to Skate portion because I'm interested to see, one, what kind of skaters and athletes and what new crop of young blood and understudies. Oh, Ivy. Ivy, last night at the party, I was 
we were trying to come up with a different word for fresh meat and she's like you know what's the what's the person who is ready to go on stage you know in case the in case the main person can't do it understudies we should call these understudy sessions instead of learn to skate sessions i'm going to call them understudies instead of fresh meat let me know what you think of that is i feel like it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings because fresh meat just sounds weird and outdated and I, I'm just trying to keep it simple. So understudies. So today I'm going to do something a little different. We have our learn to skate session starting today at 3 o'clock. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that we've been doing um, this off-season for the last couple months to try to make this Learn to Skate session successful. Because if it was, if it is going to make us successful, then I want to remember what we did. And conversely, if it's not successful, then I want to remember what we did so that way we try something different and we don't keep doing the same thing over and over again because that is the definition of insanity. Okay, so for the last two months, we've been focusing on recruiting, um, not just skaters, but non-skating officials, volunteers, um, gaining, just trying to gain interest in the community in general. Uh, there's a a lot of the locations where we took our flyers and our marketing kits didn't even know there was a roller derby team in Kalkaska or they haven't heard of them. So that either means that the impact that we've made previously on the community has kind of worn off or there's new people in the area and there's new businesses and, you know, they haven't been immersed enough or we haven't introduced ourselves to them yet and I think in this case for us it's a little bit of both so what we're trying to do is reinvigorate that impact on our little small town of Kalkaska so with the help of our designing women as we call them except for Keith because he doesn't identify as a woman but he's in the group anyway um, and he still wants to be called a designing woman, and that's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, we put together little marketing kits that had a specific amount of flyers, a specific amount of handouts, and a specific amount of business cards that has all the information for these Learn to Skate clinics, and we have them in two waves. So for the first two months, we had our flyers, and then two weeks before the event, we really hit the social media hard, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, with a couple different designs for the same event. Uh, so that way, when you're scrolling through your news feed, it doesn't look stale. Because uh, if you constantly see the same reminder from Facebook using the same picture saying, hey, would you like to boost this event? You tend to just ignore them after a little bit. So we were trying to keep it fresh and keep it interesting and keep people intrigued. We also talked about trying to get in contact with some radio stations. We're waiting to hear how the other end of that conversation went still. But I would definitely say it's in the near, or the near future a possibility to hear more audio from the Small Town Outlaws. And then we want to make sure that people have physical copies of things as well. Because a lot of... Uh, like the large retailer that I work for, for example, 
they rarely um, stuff ads in newspapers anymore. And I know there's not very many newspapers out there. But there's still people who buy a newspaper every Sunday and they expect to have those ads in there because they've either made the decision to not use technology because they just don't want to, or maybe where they live, there really is not internet access or cellular service. Believe it or not, folks, there are places like that, and some of them are around Traverse City, around Kalkaska. So you still want to make sure that you um, have those face-to-face interactions as well. You can't just rely on online content and audio. You still have to make a presence. So we're really trying to appeal to all three senses, physical, emotional, and visual. Community events. So the last few seasons, we have not done nearly as many as we could. Um, And I think that's because we didn't know when or didn't know how. So about three months ago, we had a team meeting where we discussed all the events that everyone knew about. We had people looking at calendars from different counties in the surrounding area and we have a specific area that we're trying to reach um, with this marketing plan so we we wrote all these dates down on a calendar and then we had another meeting where it was just three of us who took those dates and looked at the dates we had planned for our games and tried to space them all out so that during the season we had no more than one event per month other than a game So we weren't going to have home game, a week off, away game, and then a benefit in between all of those. Because we knew realistically during the season, skaters want to focus on skating and growing their skills and learning. And what you have to make sure your your team understands is these social events are important. So if we break it down, the average team practices two to three times a week. And during your main season, that's going to be 8 to 12 practice opportunities per month on average. Because there's always months that are five weeks or what have you and some that are shorter. So let's just put it right in the middle. So 10 days a month, you are focusing on the gameplay. For a few months out of the year, you can take four days of the month... You could have four events. You could have one every weekend. You could spread them out during the week. uh, One every two weeks. That's going to be two to four days of a commitment during the off season. So I think we all agreed um, this time once we laid it out that way that, wow, really you're only asking me to go socialize or to go talk to a sponsor or go hang out at our sponsor's restaurant or, um, you know, just keep the team bond together. Keep the face-to-face interactions and the love together and let the community see that. So during the off-season, at most, there would be four days out of the month where you would get to meet your teammates and your friends while we're still recruiting And while we're still doing our off skates, our learn to skates with new recruits. So right now we're starting to blend in events during the off season where we have an event um, at least twice a month and they include the new recruits. So, you know, we took one practice per wave 
that they're planning to do for a learn to skate and we're going to have the team just get together and hang out and watch roller derby and talk about roller derby and talk about the support the sport in the community i don't know why i can't say the word support last time i tried to say this on a podcast i couldn't and i stuttered but i think taking times and plan taking the time to plan those things actually makes a really big difference and if you don't make the time then um, I don't know. I just think it's completely worth it. That's just my opinion. Tell me what you think. So off-season team bonding. I actually have notes. I'm just really tired. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just really excited to see. So what I'm going to do, I said I was going to do something different. So what I'm going to do is I'm recording all this stuff. And after the learn to skate that I'm going to hear in about 15 minutes... I'm going to come back and let you know how how it went. Was it successful? Did we have new people? Who was there? This is the process behind the thought. This is the process behind the why. <clears throat> you know, sometimes the most ordinary things could be made more extraordinary simply by doing them with the right people. And that makes a big difference. And I find those people in the roller derby community all over the world, I'm sure, if I ever left, you know, the United States. But everybody that I've met, either from this country or not from this country or from the roller derby community, are just amazing, wonderful folks. So um, I just want that feeling to continue. I I want that feeling to flourish. And I, I want it to keep growing. And I know there's a lot of us out there who are working really hard to keep this part of roller derby alive. So I will be back in a couple hours to finish up this episode. I'll talk to you then. All right. So I am back from our first learn to skate session this season we had a pretty good turnout I didn't write down an exact number Um, at one point I remember saying there needs to be seven in each line so there was at least 14 15 people there Um, four of them were brand new and two of them have been on skates before so it was actually everybody did really good I feel like we say that every season, but everybody just did really good. You could see a couple of the new girls working on their mental game (laughs) on their first learn to skate. They all fought so tough. They never quit. They just kept going. Even when they could have taken a break, they didn't. They were just back out there ready for more, and I just thought that was super awesome. But the very best part was that everybody had a smile on their face, even when it looked like they were struggling because they were excited because they were learning something new. So as far as our marketing campaign went, so far for the first session, I haven't really seen a whole lot of return on hanging up flyers. We are, we're getting decent traffic through our website right now, but all four of the people who were there were personal references. So it just goes to show that being social and word of mouth is actually the most effective so far. And that social media and hard copy, physical copy is going to 
be less effective than having that emotional connection or emotional response by actually talking to people about roller derby, why you play roller derby, what about it drives you to get up every day or work out every couple days and keep yourself in shape and why so much of your life is dedicated to this sport in this community. That's really what gets everybody. The flyer will get their attention, but it's up to us to get them through the door. Yesterday, my son was taking a shower, and he sings in the shower, which is the best thing ever. (laughs) Um, And he's pretty good, too. I'll give him credit. He was singing, and I don't know if he was just making up a song or if it's part of a song. So if you know that it's part of a song, please let me know um, so I can find out where he heard it from. But he sang these words. He said, We all have something to come back from. We all have something to come back for. And it kind of hit me pretty hard. You know, that's the main reason I decided to, to join roller derby is first time I stepped on the track, I just, I instantly knew. I knew before I even stepped on the track. I mean... I spent, my first roller derby bout was actually a home expo, so it was four roller derby games, and I stayed all day. I waited in line to get in, and I helped tear the floor down when they were done, and the next day I was exhausted, but when I woke up, I was like, this is my life. (laughs) This is what I need to do. This is what I need. I don't know. I just, we all have something to come back from. And we all have something to come back for. I just feel like sustaining the roller derby community is very important for those two reasons. Um, So let's all keep talking to our friends and our family. And I see those memes online where it's like, you know, this is how everyone looks when I talk about roller derby. They're like, holy crap, what is this? What is this person even rambling on about I have no idea Um, (laughs) invite them bring them back Uh, if they haven't been in a while say hey come check us out you know see what all the see the fun that you're missing you know come hang out with us we're we're actually really laid-back people who just want to hang out have a good time not like judge people or be judged So if you're one of those people, then come on down to your local roller derby game or bout, whatever they're still calling it, and take a look-see because there's a spot for everybody. Um, Whether it's coming to learn to skate or coming to learn to NSO and be a non-skating official, NSO. If you're interested in coaching, come down and talk to the coaches and say, hey, I'm really intrigued by the sport and I want to learn. If you enjoy strategy, gameplay, come down, hang out, talk with us. It's a, it's a great place to be. Anyway, I'm going to end that for today's audio record of our marketing plan. I will probably add another follow-up episode to this on Thursday uh, just to see uh, who shows up on Thursday. If it's new people or if it's the same people or if it's less people. And uh, kind of keep track of, of how things are going. 